Welcome to the Legal Toolkit, where you'll get the latest trends and business initiatives that help your law firm every day. Hear from the experts setting the standards for the legal, insurance, and law enforcement industries. The Legal Toolkit is brought to you by Catuno Court Reporting and Stantel Transcription, a New England-based business serving the legal community nationwide since 1966. You're listening to the Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the Legal Toolkit on Legal Talk Network. Thanks for joining me again today. As usual, I'm Jared Correa, Law Practice Advisor with Massachusetts LOMAP, which provides free and confidential consulting services to Massachusetts attorneys. For more information on LOMAP service offerings, visit our website at www.masslomap.org or like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash masslomap. The Legal Toolkit is brought to you by Catuno Court Reporting. To find out more about Catuno services, visit www.catuno.cc. On the Legal Toolkit, we provide you each month with a new tool to add to your own Legal Toolkit, so your practices will become more and more like best practices. So having not seen my shadow, I'm seriously looking forward to an early spring. But more to the point, the matter at hand, that being today's show, on which we'll talk about how attorneys can get the most out of some popular computer applications, and we'll also do a quick review of the upcoming ABA Tech Show. We'll talk about all this with Paul Unger, who's my guest. Paul J. Unger is an attorney and partner with Affinity Consulting Group. Paul is also chair of the ABA Tech Show 2011. Paul specializes in trial presentation and litigation technology consultant, document and case management software, paperless office strategies, and legal-specific software training for law firms and legal departments throughout the Midwest. He has provided trial presentation consultation on 300-plus cases. Welcome to the Legal Toolkit, Paul. Thanks. Glad to be here. Great. So let's dive right into the questions here. Uh, Paul, you're pretty obviously a guy who stays current on technology, but uh, that's a rare feat for a lot of the attorneys I talk to, I have to say. So how important is it for lawyers to stay on top of technological developments? And additionally, how can a busy attorney stay abreast of important changes in the technology landscape? Well, it's tough. I mean, attorneys, um, when I practice law, I, I could appreciate the, the the fact that we work 80-hour weeks and, and above sometimes. Um so it it is difficult. The, the the best advice I could give to an attorney is to really uh, embrace technology and and be immersed in it. Use it as a tool. Use it as an everyday um, everyday tool and 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 with really every aspect of of their work, whether it be um, you know morning scheduling, whether it be in a meeting, whether it be uh, in the courtroom really everything. Um, that's the most mm-hmm. important thing. Technology conferences are a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like tech show, uh, because it's a, it's a great way to see, uh, everything under one roof and, and, and communicate with, uh, with other attorneys who use, use technology and, and exchange notes. So, uh, but it is, it's tough. You have, you have to immerse yourself, um, and you have to embrace it, which is, which is hard because change is difficult sometimes. But um, uh, immersing and emerging yourself in technology is probably my best my best advice. That's a good point, especially working on your day to day activities and trying to incorporate technology into those. Um, so let's dive into some specific technology applications with which you have done some work. Um, we'll run down some products, talk a little bit about each. Um, Adobe recently released Acrobat version X or 10. Um, so what are your impressions of the new Adobe Acrobat and what are some of your favorite new features? 
Well, I, <laughs> I love it actually. Um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, Adobe really stays on top of updates and it's, uh, they keep their product very fresh. The, um, you know, the biggest difference is the, is the interface, um, uh, from the end user's perspective, you know, attorneys that are going to open up Adobe Acrobat 10 for the first time, they, they'll be a little bit shocked because it's a it's a redesign of, of its interface, much like Office 2007 and 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, the work so the workflow is a lot different, you know, um, with the the years and years and years of development of, of Adobe Acrobat, it was very menu driven, you know, much like Microsoft Office. And so um, as new features came about, they threw, you know, those features in what menu options made the most sense at the time. And over, you know, over a 10-year period, you, you end up with lots of menus, um, things shifting around menus that don't really make sense. I mean, the features that were developed um, today for a product that was, that was originally designed 10 years ago, um, it, it, the, the design really needs to be um, uh, revamped. And that's what they did. So the workflow mm-hmm. is a lot better. There, um, it, it, so it'll, it'll take a little bit of deprogramming um, yep. and, and unlearning. Uh, so that, that part of it is a little tough, much like Office 2007 and mm-hmm. 2010 is for users of Office 2003. But the workflow makes much more sense. And so for a brand new user, it's going to be a lot easier for for a veteran user. Um, there'll probably be a little bit of frustration at first, but it makes sense. And so after a couple of weeks, um, you know, you go back to the old version. You're like, oh, wow. Why did they why did they put that under that menu? That what really was um, <laughs> that really just doesn't make sense. But um, yeah. so the work the, the workflow is much better. But, you know, they've enhanced features like, you know, like little things like Bates numbering. Um, mm-hmm. you know, now you can easily, you know, you can usually use, uh, you know, three characters instead of six uh, with Bates numbering and the padding number of padding Bates numbering is much faster. Um, you know, the typewriter tool is a little bit more enhanced. The redaction tool is a little bit more enhanced, uh, PDF mm-hmm. portfolios, you have more options. Um, so they've just made everything. If I could sum it up, you know, they've just made everything better. Um, and easier, and the interface is is much better too. So I, I I'm really excited. I'm glad. Uh, uh, I glad. I'm glad I did the upgrade early. I was I was beta testing yeah. it early on. Oh, interesting. Sounds pretty good though. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure it'll be a topic of a book of yours in the future at some point. <laughs> so, but you also write on a couple of other popular uh, Microsoft Office applications. So, what are your top tips for attorneys who want to get the most out of Word? And uh, what are your initial impressions of the new Word 2010? Well, uh, 2010 is a um, is in, in my opinion is an extension of 2007. Um, again, they've made things a little bit better. Um, I, I'm glad to see you from the very basic end user uh, complaint and, and perspective. They got rid of that office button, uh, which probably <laughs> created more questions than anything else. Uh, you know, where's my file? You know, where's file? And so they they got rid of that office button. And, uh, and that, you know, from a support perspective, everybody's happy about that. Um, but, you know, uh, they made everything a little bit better. My, probably my, uh, for lawyers, the, the, the best tip I can, that I can give related to Microsoft Word is, is the mastering of the use of styles. Um, styles are so important to, to uh, legal writing. 
Um, it, you know, it opens up so many doors in creating tables of contents and cross references, um, and and just consistent, good, easy, uh, fast formatting and cleanup of a document. Um, without the mastering of styles, however, it you know styles can become a, a major hurdle. And so um, I really, really try to jump on the soapbox every time I talk about Word to, uh, <laughs> to, to try to persuade people to invest in, in learning styles. And, you know, you start with your power users and mm-hmm. you, get them, um, you get them to master the use of styles. And so then, then it trickles down. You can, you can train additional users and then you have a, a set of solid power users within a firm that can, can help those people. Um, but you know, it, uh, it, so, so styles and tables of contents and, and, um, cross references and automatic, um, paragraph numbering are, are huge and huge time savers. Um, and you know, I, I'm a big fan of table of authorities too. And, and, uh, and, and document comparison, the document comparison features in, in word 2007 and 2010 are much stronger um, mm-hmm. You know, the base features of what it actually does are are still essentially the same. However, um, it just works a lot better and the accuracy is much better, especially dealing with more complex formatting and tables. So um, uh, I, th- I think um, I think many users can uh, most users can 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 embrace Word 2007 and 10 without having add on products for document comparison and, and so forth. Um, but yeah, very, very strong. And, uh, and I guess, um, to sum it up, I would say styles, 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 styles. <laughs> <laughs> That's really helpful. And you're staying on message too. <laughs> so, uh, let's move on to another Microsoft product. Let's talk a little bit about PowerPoint. Um, any tips for attorneys as far as how they can get the most out of PowerPoint and what are your initial impressions again of uh, PowerPoint 2010 version? Yeah. You know, uh, 2010, um, is, I, I think, and maybe it's just because I'm, I'm I, 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 I immerse myself in that in that arena quite uh, probably more frequent in PowerPoint than than uh, any of the other Office products. But I love mm. 2010. I think it's uh, I think it's a, a big enhancement over even 2007. Um, you know, there's some cool new effects and and uh, which is always nice and animation and that type of thing. It's always nice to keep a product fresh and and show, uh, show audiences and, and, and attendees at seminars and people who receive those presentations, um, you know, some, give them some new stuff and new things to look at. Um, yep. so the effects are neat, but the, you know, um, the workflow is fantastic also, but, you know, having embedded video, um, and video editing and picture editing is, is big and, and probably the video part from, from an attorney's perspective and, in in in, in, in practical terms, um, for the, I would say the intermediate user having video embedded within a PowerPoint presentation is a, and the fact that you can control the video better and playback is big. Um, and what I mean by embedded video is in prior versions, if you, if you inserted a video into a PowerPoint slide, you would have to make sure that you package that, that, that PowerPoint um, using a special function within PowerPoint, you could package it for CD or package it onto a, a flash drive, but mm-hmm. it would have to, those videos were hyperlinks. And so unless mm-hmm. you remembered that you'd be in real trouble if you got to a presentation and you forgot to package those and bring those, those, uh, associated, uh, hyperlinked video files, usually MPEGs or AVIs, then yep. you would be in a world of hurt. And so mm-hmm. now with PowerPoint 2010, those videos are actually embedded within the slides themselves and you don't have to worry about the hyperlinks. 
So that that's a that's a big thing. And playback's also nice too. You could actually there's a little scroll bar so you could back things up and in uh in fast forward things too as well. So that's helpful as well. Also a huge fan, yeah. and this really came about in earlier versions, but it's just again, it just keeps getting better, is the um I call it the lectern uh um the lectern view. So if you're if you're op- operating in a dual monitor. To be able to um, to be able to see the the and preview the PowerPoint slides on your main screen and view your notes on that and then advance slides and and you know jump ahead and and uh, those type of things very uh, very helpful. So operating in dual monitor mode, I think, would be a, a great tip um, yeah, with right. the uh, with the lectern view. Excellent. Um, and so among uh, your number of specialties, uh, you also work in document management for law firms as well. So uh, turning over to that subject now, uh, what are some of your favorite applications for attorneys gaining effective control over their documents? Well, you know, um, and, and I'll jump on my soapbox, I guess, with document management, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, the, the term really came about, you know, 20 years ago when we were talking about the 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 saving and retrieval and finding of word processing documents, but it's really now it's really knowledge management and, and it, it, it's uh, it's email management. It's, it's uh, it's file management. It's all those things. And when you, when you add them all up together, really what it boils down to is it's a paperless office. Um, yep. But the document management software is, is the foundation and the springboard for it. And so whether you know, whether your tool is World Docs, Net Documents, Interwoven Worksite, Now Autonomy, um, whether it's any of those major legal applications, the key is I think that a law firm has it. It's not necessarily the 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 product that you that you pick that is a mistake. They're all actually very strong products. The the mistake is not having one at all, especially in in the year. 2011. Um, email management is probably the, the, the best example I could give. Um, you know, lawyers are receiving anywhere from 75 to 200 emails a day. And, um, and that's crazy. And we, we, need, we need a way to organize it. And we need a way to get it out of our inboxes and stop using our inboxes as a to-do list. And, and a document management system is the, is the foundation, is, is really the, the, the software tool, the ultimate software tool to make that happen. So um, you, you need to look at the document management tools. You need to evaluate World Docs, Net Documents, um, you know, Interwoven Worksite, now, now Autonomy. You need to yep. look at those and see if they're a good fit for, um, you know, see which one, you know, looks best for you and, evaluate the cost, but you've got to invest in a document management system in the year 2011 for email management, for PDF management, um, and a way to receive scanned documents too. So, you know, my, you know, my favorites, um, uh, are in, in, in regard to scanning would be, you know, the Fujitsu desktop scanners are fantastic and the scan snaps just unbeatable. Um, it's a, you know, it's a 400, uh, $450 device. It comes with a full version of Adobe Acrobat and you couple that with the document management system and, and, uh, it's, a, it's, it's really the perfect combination. Mm, great. And knowledge management is an excellent way to speak of it. Um, so we've covered quite a bit already and, uh, we're going to take a short break here uh, after the first half of our show. And when we come back, we'll have more with Paul Unger.
Catuno Court Reporting and Stantel Transcription have been providing innovative dictation and transcription services since 1966. Our patented technologies and compliance solutions continue to set the standard for the legal community. Find out more about how we can create your legal toolkit at Catuno.cc. That's C-A-T-U-O-G-N-O dot C-C or call 888-228-8646. Legal Talk Network has been producing award-winning legal podcasts since 2005. Subscribe to our RSS feed and start downloading today. It's free. All right, so welcome back to the Legal Toolkit on Legal Talk Network. Today I'm talking with Paul J. Unger. Paul's an attorney and partner uh, with the Affinity Consulting Group, and he's the chair of ABA Tech Show 2011, and he's given us some great tips in the first half of the show, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he has for us in the second half. So let's get into it. Um, Paul, you're also a certified consultant for Amicus Attorney. How important is it for law firms to have some kind of practice management application in place? And uh, what important features should attorneys be taking advantage of, uh, those attorneys who use Amicus for practice management? Well, um, practice, you know, practice management, I've, I've always referred to it as really the, it's, it's the, it's the application that ties everything together. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, when, when all these technologies developed, we had, uh, you know, they, they developed before networks, you know, we had word processing systems, we had ways of generating newsletters, we had accounting, uh, systems, we had, billing systems. And as, as networks came about and computers um, could speak to each other, uh, we, we found that we had islands of, of data and, and practice management programs really tie all those things together. It, you know, mm-hmm. it's a way to integrate a word processor with the data that you put, that you enter uh, in about a, a case and, and the docking information, the deadlines and the telephone journal and the, and the time entries. So um, it, it's it's uh, it is the the kind of the backbone that that ties all the that essential data together and be, make it viewable all in one place. So um, I think practice management is very important to to a law firm and you know and independent of the fact that that insurance companies you know provide discounts for it and and uh, and everything else. It it is a, it's it's the ultimate really delivery tool that, that gathers the data from all the different places, the document management, um, your, your template, um, your, your template and macros and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and calendar. So it ties it all in one place and then delivers it in, in one interface. Yep. And so, uh, any tips for attorneys using Amicus, uh, that you can think of features that they should be taking advantage of that they might not be? Um, I've, you know, I've always been a huge fan of the, um, of the, the, the time entry, uh, and time capturing capabilities of Amicus and of mm-hmm. all the uh, um, of all the products and and our and our company works with with several practice management companies uh, oh, yeah. and products and uh, you know Time Matters and Practice Master and mm-hmm. you know what what Amicus what Amicus does so well um, of of all those is the is the end user interface being so easy and time capturing mechanisms the, the ability. To create a time entry from a calendar appointment, from a from a to do, from mm-hmm. a a phone journal entry, um, literally almost every screen that you could be 
uh, in at the, at the time in Amicus you could create a time entry from. And so I think yeah. it's masterful how they've, they've really, they've done that. And other, other practice management systems, um, they do okay, but they, they don't do as good of a job uh, mm-hmm. to be, to be blunt about it. <laughs> well, so we scratched the surface a little bit here on a lot of different programs um, and there's tons more that we could talk about. We're only limited by time here. Generally speaking, however, I think a major barrier uh, to entry for a lot of lawyers seeking out new technology solutions is the learning curve that's required. So obviously, attorneys are looking for intuitive programs, but are there other ways that you know of to reduce the learning curve for new software applications or at least to make it a little less painful? Absolutely. Um, uh, Hands down, no, no bones about it. It's it's training. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, you know, a, a law firm, a lawyer, a legal department, they're wasting, they're wasting money unless they budget the time or, and the time and the money for, for training. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get such a huge jump start, um, and you, you probably only scratch the surface and the features that, that these programs offer unless, unless you sit down in, in a classroom or lecture style um, setting and have somebody spoon feed it to you, mm-hmm. uh, to, to be blunt. And, and, um, you know, as an example, if you look at, if you look at document management, practice management, and you just, you use a, a base cost of a per license of $400. Um, it, you know, lawyers have to stop thinking of the software costing $400 a license and instead think of it as 800, you know, it's yeah. not 400, <laughs> it's 800. It's mm-hmm. 400 for the license. It's probably another 200 per person for, you know, the integration and installation and customization and probably another $200 per person for the training. And so it has to be part of that core initial budget or it is or it's in just an utter waste of, of money. Yep. Excellent point. Um, so now perhaps the best place, the very best place for lawyers to get the latest and greatest info on legal technology is ABA Tech Show. 2011 version coming up this year. So can you give us a sneak peek, take us behind the curtain, as it were, of uh, Tech Show 2011? Well, you know, I'm obviously biased because I'm the chair, but <laughs> oh, that's I, fine. I've been, you know, <laughs> I have been I've been working on the Tech Show board now for four years and, and we've been putting the 2011 25th year anniversary mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, edition of, of Tech Show here together for over a year. And um and, and so, yeah, we've, it, it's, 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 it's one, it's under one roof. You can find, you know, uh, nearly every legal technology vendor. Um, it, but, w- but what I love about it the most is the fact that you have, you have thousands of other people under one roof that are passionate about technology or want to learn about technology. And it's some of, it's really some of that. And, and, and the people that you meet in the sessions and the social settings where you learn, you really learn how people are using software applications and little tricks and tips like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have a, we have a great program. Um, uh, this year, Tech Show was on a Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And so people will be arriving in Chicago over the weekend, probably starting on Friday or Saturday. And we have a, we have a, a great um, a social educational event on Sunday night. We have a reception and we're very excited about Ignite Law, um, which is a, a series of, of uh, little little five minute clips of of presentations um, that are that are education based, that are very fast paced. Uh, Matt Homan puts that together, and so yep. we're doing that Sunday night 
um, immediately following the reception. So that's going to be a really fun Sunday event. Mm. Monday, we have, you know, in addition to our, our, our nearly 20 tracks of educational information, we have, we have our keynote uh, speaker, uh, Larry Lessig from, from Harvard Law School. Mm-hmm. We're extremely excited about um, uh, uh, Professor uh, Lessig has been on on uh, the Colbert Report. On he's all over TED. He's such a dynamic, fun speaker. We're so excited that that he's going to be part of the 25th year celebration. Um, so you know, I, I, I'd be remiss to not talk about um, how excited I am about that. I'm probably more excited about that than than uh, everything else right now. <laughs> um, we have a we have a great uh, still our Silver Jubilee reception that that evening. Uh, on Monday as well, the programming is the, the programming is going to be fantastic, and our, and our and our faculty is really second to none. That you know the the quality of the CLE that that you get at ABA Tech Show um, mm-hmm. has always been uh, at the at the top of the game. Mm-hmm. We have we have two dedicated tracks for solo small firm. We have a large firm corporate counsel track, social networking and marketing litigation. Mac track um, and and a, and a really hands on track that we call face to face, where and meet the author. Those two both yep. where uh, where attendees have the opportunity to sit down in a roundtable informal discussion and talk and ask tons of questions of the speakers and ABA authors. So you know, for instance, you know Ben Shore has a fantastic book on Microsoft Outlook. Hmm. Uh, for lawyers, and you know, to be able to sit down with the author and and ask you know very specific questions about the book and about Microsoft Outlook, independent of the 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 actual seminar, mm-hmm. um, as a follow up is a is a is a great plus. One of the things we we love about Tech Show that we added um, uh, several years back is the conference concierge, which is a if you've ever been to Tech Show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a giant sense like the 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 spinal cord of tech show where uh, um, where speakers hang out where authors hang out and attendees can come to the conference concierge area. You s- it started out as a small desk of you know like three people. <laughs> it has literally grown to this <laughs> island uh, in a big open area that can that can house about twenty people inside the island and probably you know, 50 people outside of it. So it's a really interactive area that gives conference attendees the ability to, to, to speak to the, the authors and the presenters and the faculty. So it's a, it's a, you know, it's a wonderful interaction um, uh, uh, opportunity on, you know, on the second day, advanced IT, e-discovery cloud computing is, is going to be a giant topic this year. Um, uh, we have an emerging technology track as well, where we're doing a slate shootout, um, you know, slate computing, that's going to be a big one as well, um, this year. And, you know, the iPhone, of course, a Mac track. So we're really excited about, um, the, the educational sessions. We spent an enormous amount of time planning the (laughs) educational sessions, trying to anticipate, um, what's going to be hot. And, uh, and, yep. and what attendees are, are most desiring. So we're, uh, we're pretty excited about, about all of it. That's great. Looks like your hard work is coming to fruition. And if anybody out there is going to Tech Show, be sure to get out there uh, for Sunday night, start things a bit early. 
that's going to do it for uh, Legal Toolkit today, this edition. Uh, remember that you can check out all of our shows on LegalTalkNetwork.com. And thanks for our guest today, Paul Unger. Paul, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks. Glad to be here. Thank you so much. And uh, if any of our listeners out there have a hunger for Paul Unger or want more information on the 25th anniversary tech show, how would they go about uh, finding that information? Uh, www.techshow.com. And uh, Tech Show this year is April 11th through the 13th at the Chicago Hilton. Great. And uh, Paul's at Affinity Consulting, and you can find his information through their website. Uh, Thanks again, Paul. And uh, now last but never least is a big thank you to our sponsor, Katuno Court Reporting. If you want more information about Katuno Court Reporting, visit www.katuno.cc. That's C-A-T-U-O-G-N-O dot C-C. Don't forget to join us next time as well on The Legal Toolkit, and I'll talk to you then. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to The Legal Toolkit. Brought to you by Katuno Court Reporting and Stantel Transcription, right here on the Legal Talk Network. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Som. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.